Goff's three minute. Your story. Because knowledge is. A few weeks ago, a buddy of mine who throws out suggestions for new episodes from time to time hit me with a one word text Vandalia. When I read that, I thought to myself in my best Obi Wan Kenobi voice, Now that's a name I've not heard in a long time. A long time. It took me back over 20 years to Coach Kale Ball's West Virginia history class, and that's probably the last time I'd heard that name. And if I had to guess, most of you are like me, so I thought I'd dig a little deeper and refresh our memories. Vandalia is really West Virginia 1.0. Let's go back to before the United States was even formed to 1768. The British and her colonists had just defeated the French and their Native American allies in the French and Indian War, leaving North America to England and westward expansion, previously blocked by the French, was foremost on everyone's mind. During this time, a group of individuals, the most famous being Benjamin Franklin, who was at the time Pennsylvania's land-grant agent in London, put together a package in hopes of creating the 14th colony. They created the Great Ohio Company, or Grand Ohio Company by different accounts, to get a land grant from King George III for two million acres whose borders closely lined up with present-day West Virginia and a small chunk of northeastern Kentucky. Its capital would be present-day Point Pleasant. They considered naming it after William Pitt, but in hopes of garnering favor with the crown, they chose to name it Vandalia, a nod to Queen Charlotte, who descended from the Vandals from Central Europe. Most of this land had originally attracted the Whartons of Pennsylvania, a powerful Quaker family. They, along with the traders, had been given a chunk of land called the Indiana Grant as concession after Pontiac's war. They added this land to their overall package and along with Franklin and Sir William Johnson, the superintendent for Indian affairs in the area, traveled to England to acquire the necessary approval. Remember, at this time the colonies were still just that, colonies, and under the rule of the British crown, so permission and payments were necessary to do anything in America at the time. In 1773, the Privy Council, a formal body who advises the Crown on such things as issuing royal charters, approved the Vandalia Colony. Fortunately for us, but unfortunately for the Grand Ohio Company, rebellious uprisings in the colonies led to less than optimal relations between England and land-grant companies seeking to increase their holdings. And as unrest turned to outright war, the Vandalia Company collapsed as the American Revolution kicked off. Following American independence, Virginia laid claim to the land involved and it wasn't until 1863, a century later, that the proposed Vandalia land finally gained its independence as West Virginia broke free of Virginia to become the 35th state. Today, while Vandalia came in as the second choice to name our state, we still recognize our roots as the Vandalia Gathering is held every spring in Charleston to celebrate our state's rich history and culture. Class dismissed. This podcast, written, produced, and narrated by Isaac Goff in wild, wonderful Wart County, West Virginia. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs>